What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's that time of the day, that time of the week, that time of the month. Again? You're listening to The Good. The Band. The Ugly. I'm Big Papa. And I'm Jeff. Just Jeff. Yep, just like just Joe. Don't say that. He's probably got a fucking trademark. Not anymore. Got a trademark, and now we're going to get sued. Yeah, well, whatever. What would happen if we said Just Joe Yeah. as a ballad? <laughs> <laughs> Just Joe. Joe. It's the big show with Just Joe. With just Joe. <laughs> we're going to hell. We and we're going to get sued. Yep. So, Joe, we're, we're, Great. we're just kidding. Um, wait a minute. He's not watching. He'd have to watch this. Right. You know who we haven't mentioned in a long time? Who? Just the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> toilet flush fart. Yep. Ryan, no. Ryan, see, you, I hope you're. I hope you're feeling better. We weren't supposed to say his name. I don't care. He would have known it was out to him. So, yeah. Ryan, that one was for you. Yeah. To- toilet flush fart. We don't even need to say his last name. So we hope you're feeling better, nope. Ryan, and we yep. hope you're listening to the show. And if you are listening to the show, just type in the comments, "fuck you, uh, fuck you, Mike." Yeah. And that's it. We'll he, know that you. Yeah. He likes it when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we have a nice show for you today. We do. Now, this gentleman, <clears throat> he has been involved with so many shows in the area, mm-hmm. not just local musicians, not just, um, you know, your, your run-of-the-mill stuff that happens on a weekly basis, but he also has been involved with just about any national band that's been through uh, the the area, not just Sharkies. No. He's set up resident now at Sharkies, but he's, yeah. he's, he's mixed some great people. And and I think it's important to give a shout out to people like our guest because well, musicians don't. can be good or bad, yeah, right? But it's all going to boil down to whether or not they had a good mix. Yes, because I just saw Mr. Big mm-hmm. in Utica or Rome. Uh-huh. They sounded good, but but the opening band, Trickster, yeah, not so much. Let's see, bad mix, yeah. So, Mr. Big sounded mm. great. Trickster? Not so much. Not so much. And I apologize because, you know, you're probably not listening either. But <laughs> you <laughs> never not. know. You never know. So No. But <clears throat> people don't know the production side of this anyway. So. No, they don't. And and I couldn't do it. No. And I went to college for, for you know, audio and shit like that. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So, yeah. without hesitation, uh, the best-looking bald man behind the board... In Syracuse, Mr. Paul Cherray, right? Jeff yes. Elfreeds? Yes. There he is. Look at him. Look at him. I, no, he does not look like a dick with ears. Why would you say that about him? I think he's a handsome lad. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he is. He's a it's handsome like Mr. Lad. Clean, all he needs is the earring. Well, that was quite an introduction, guys. Uh, your, your check's in the mail. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be a, <laughs> like like one of... Your checks, or is it going to be a check like one of the bar owner checks? Because right. we don't take bar owner checks. That's, no. That's yet to be determined. Yeah. Okay. You've never seen a piece of paper bounce so high in uh-uh. its life. Uh, if, if it was written on a Club 11. I, uh, I, won't, I won't say <laughs> Club 11's name. That would be rude. Why not? I will. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> if I, I he doesn't know that story, we'll tell, I, it, maybe we'll tell it after. We'll tell after, but I yeah. just yes, love this. Please. I just love this. As a band, when you say to the club owner, if I play one fucking note, 
into the second set, you're paying us for the night. Yep. You have a shot now. Amen. We can, we can leave. But if I play one note into the second set, you're paying me for the night. Yep. No, 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 man. No, man. No, man. It's all good. Well, if you never intended to pay the band in the first place. Yep. Of course you're going to agree to that. <laughs> but then when the band holds you to it and almost wants to hang you upside down by your ankles and shake the quarters out of your pocket. We will. We never got stiffed. No, we didn't. Because Big Papa was not going to put nope. up with it. So anyways. Anyhow. Paulie, thank you so much for doing the show today. It's been great. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This yeah, this cool, was man. this was I, fun. It's, uh, I, it, it's, it's cool let's, that you're giving the let's roll the credits. The, the, the tech guys oh. props, man. I thought we were rolling the credits. <laughs> oh, you have stuff to say now? Oh shit! Oh, shit. I just wanted you to see your face, ladies and gentlemen. This is Paul Chevrolet. This, this has been Paul. This has been and, Paul, uh, and and all he brings to the table. So, yep. thanks for being on the show. Yep, great time. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> was, this was fun. Yeah, this, this is, is it was fun. This yeah. was this lasted longer than my uh honeymoon first, uh, first marriage. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. So marriage anyway. consummation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They, they can't even spell that's why they put so many letters in the word consummation. Because mm -hmm. if you get all the way past the never mind. The shun part. Yeah, shun. <laughs> this is going nowhere. The Mation. You know what the problem is is last night I had to be so nice because Maria DeSantis, who's a freaking treasure, a treasure amongst oh yeah our our society our our syracuse bubble that i went the whole night without saying fuck yeah at all that's hard very hard it's extremely hard for him very hard really it's really hard for me yeah because i'm going to hell there you go <laughs> see that was barry white that was barry white <laughs> that's you know that's what the uh, the that's effect is says. the effect says on it barry white barry white Yep. All right, we're good. <laughs> and as a sound guy, you you would know that. Yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Paulie, I'm telling you, you're you're. I feel you to be one of the one of the better, one of the best sound guys in the area. Well, thank um, you. And and you know, and we say that be, not just because you're on the show right now. But we have had people that have pulled pulled yeah. me aside, and some of our national guys yes. that we've had on the show that have played through here and said, "Man, that guy out at Sharkies, we didn't we didn't think it was gonna like we showed up and we're like, all right, here we go, another show." Yeah, and they've sang you praises. Well, it's it's great to hear, man, and it's, it really is. And I think, and it, I personally it, think that Jim should pay you more. <laughs> Jim, are you listening? So, Jim, if you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> Jim, are you listening? Call my phone right now. See? Oh, it's recording. It's, it's recording. <laughs> but no, uh Femza Rock especially, same thing. Femza Rock came up to us and yep. They were like, "Wow." I mean, and that that was not an easy that could not have been an easy mix with the well, violins they, and the, they had um they had their own engineer uh her husband, was, her husband. Uh, the, right, her Nina's husband. Yeah, um, and I I can't remember his name right now, but he had a great Jim. mix, and yes. um, you know, uh, uh, he really impressed me as a singer. I mean, he went oh, up and did man. some Zeppelin too. Oh God, yeah. I was like, I, I about oh, fell fuck. over when I heard him sing Zeppelin. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I was. It was like uncanny. Yeah, 
He he's he and he has a band. We've been trying to get him on the show. He's like, ah, what am I going to talk? I about? got nothing to promote. Blah, I'm like, blah. yeah, you have to talk about the fact that you're a great musician and, and you're when he when he does that for their show, he's got the tablet and he's up and he's usually mixing as he's singing. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're right. He did. When he went up to sing, he brought the tablet up and he was like, hey, you know, just hang out here and like mute the effects. And I'm like, yeah, OK, whatever. Right. But he was he was great. I couldn't believe how good he was. Yeah. Um, as, a, as how much he sounded like like um, like Zeppelin. Yeah. And um, they're Jimmy coming Page. back um, and it would be great if uh, if he did a Zeppelin set. Oh, he will. Like, yeah, they you know, will. With his, mm. oh, with his he has band. like a Zeppelin tribute band, does, I think. He does. Right? Yeah, well, Jim should pay a little more and have him bring his Zeppelin tribute band out, and then they could <laughs> have them open. Have them open, and with, you know. Yeah. I forget what song he even did. He did a bunch. They did like a Zeppelin medley. Baba or whatever. No. <laughs> That's so, that yeah, that's was, so who, yeah, no, yeah no, you're right. It was like not. a four or five song medley. Yes. Yeah, and then and then they could just kind of mesh the two, and then they could leave, and then, boom, stay yeah. up there. Done. Is is Totora in the Zeppelin band too? No, no, he is not. No. Um, okay. And uh, no, you say his name one more time, he will appear. No, he won't. <laughs> I love Jeff. <laughs> We've had this happen. I I love Jeff. I do too. I I think he is. Yeah. He's been one of the biggest fans of the show. He's been one of the biggest friends of the show. He's brought us so many different artists. Yep. And yeah, do we mention him on? And people listen are like, yep. Again. Well, we aren't even in. Uh, we're nine minutes in, and he mentioned Totoro. But yep. you know what? It's like it's a sponsor okay. to me. That's yeah. a sponsor. He has done so much for us. And uh, and and the second one, Ben Morrow. Ben Morrow. Great friend of the show, mm-hmm. love the way Sweetheart you mixed. Of a guy yeah. yeah, love the way you mixed. Uh, but yeah, he was such a cool guy. He wouldn't say shit if he stepped in it. No, he, <laughs> he wouldn't. He's just such a great guy. Um, yeah, he, he even really complimented is. your guitar playing. So Which I is, know that's how nice that's he is. Terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, he was. He was. Uh, I, I hope he comes back this year too. Yeah, he, he was is here twice. What? Twice last year, he's, right? He's going to try. He tries to mix it in with seeing his family. Yep. And he's, dude, what a great family. Oh, my God. It, th- those are the people that you want to be your own family as well. You want them to be extended family and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, his dad, his dad was there. Like, I was at Sharky's, like, I don't know, maybe two weeks before the show. The the most recent one that he did. Mm-hmm. I, I was there. I, I don't remember why. I think I was for booty something or picking something up or whatever. But. Ben's dad showed up and the place was closed and he was trying to get in because he had posters that he wanted to hang up, you know, for the show. And uh, I kind of like intercepted him in the parking lot and then he introduced himself. And once I found out who he was, we talked for like 20 minutes. He was like the nicest guy. Yes. Right. He, he, well, his, his father, his uncle, I mean, there's the whole family, the whole family, everybody, everybody, everybody. So, um, so yeah, so he gets the cannibal and then, and then Pete Merluzzi, I mean, yeah. oh, God, Pete. another one, oh. Peter Merluzzi, he's, uh, pro- t- tour manager. He's, he's, he's got, uh, doom slide was the name of his band. I would love him to find a way. I know that, that his guitar player passed away and there probably won't be, but I would love him to bring that album yeah, here. to Syracuse because yeah. doom slide for people who are listening, look it up. Yes. Great, great stuff. Fucking album. I mean, yeah. it, it's all like reimagined renditions of shit, and mm-hmm. it's that's all I'm going to say. Great stuff. Great stuff. So, 
Um, a lot of great people come on the show, but a lot of them singing your praise, Polly. Yes, because you... that's that's that warms my heart, man. Seriously, that's that's so cool to hear. How did um, how did you I've, get? I've had I've had I've been very fortunate. I mean, like I've been doing Sharkies now for I don't know seven years, something like that. Yeah, and um, I've I've really it's been great. I mean, I've I've had the opportunity to work with some people that you know were mostly great you know some not so much yeah but you know we'll get into that that's the way it is yeah yeah <laughs> so oh god we we know we know paulie the sound guy but let's 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 rewind the reel a bit you're a musician you started as a i was yeah. as a drummer uh actually i i in school i was a saxophone player well, that blows. Okay. And um, yeah, and then uh, way to read the room. Played, I always played keyboards, and then um, later, uh, I I was a keyboard player in various bands around town. Is that uh, why you shaved your head? Bands. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you could look actually. like a pianist or a pian pianist. <laughs> I was in. Um, I played with Stroke. Um, oh no shit! For, uh, yeah, like I don't know two two years i think something like that that's cool and, as a pianist uh, i mean this was 20 some years ago yeah because um, but, yeah that right. was fun and uh the other bands i played with were all pretty much like you know wedding bands okay. um and uh, i did i did do a huey lewis tribute for a while which was a lot of fun it was kind of a labor of love we we only played like i don't know maybe three or four gigs over the course of a couple of years, but it was, it was a lot of fun as a keyboard player. Well, I love Huey Lewis, but as a keyboard player, that's really fun music to play because it's really keyboard driven. Have you ever met him? So, no, no, no. I've seen him six times though. Okay. I wondered if you fan. had, I call it a fan. Yeah. I call it a fan. You haven't been able to mix him though. So no, no, God, no, I wish. Get Jim, get Jim going and just see if he can get <laughs> No, I don't. Really he's, he's not, like, I don't think he's performing anymore. Doesn't he have that same like well, that's hearing usually, thing that yes. Brian Johnson has? Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. But that's usually when Jim brings him in, because you know, <laughs> probably probably cheap. He, he he waits until they're broken. He's like, hey, how'd you like to play Sharkies? Event <laughs> <laughs> center. Uh, I'm throwing Jim under the bus too much. Should we fucking make charging me admission again? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you started with the, with drums, with keyboards. I mean, what? Well, I was never really a drummer. I mean, I I I played a little bit, but I was never like a a drummer. Right. Um, I was a saxophone player. I was a keyboard player. Okay. And then I kind of I started doing sound like it started as a hobby. Um, I just you know I got interested in it and I started collecting gear and you know then it was you know, bought a little bit more gear and then bought a little more gear. And before I knew it, I was all geared you know, up, really getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really getting into it, but you know, the joke is if you want to make a million dollars in the sound business, start yeah. with 2 million. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, an expensive, it's an expensive habit, yep. but um, you know, but it's, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, you know, I, sometimes I miss playing, but um, I, I like what I do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun, you know, and it's, and it's, 
it it's it's an it's a chance to to hear different bands to work with different bands different styles of music mm-hmm. you know we've had everything from hip hop to country to metal to 80s rock to you know tribute bands i mean yeah. it's it's just fun to work with different bands that play different styles of music right. i mean and, and most of the touring bands all have an engineer anyway so you know like other than mixing the opening bands or right. occasionally mixing monitors right once the national band starts i just get to sit back and enjoy it right which is great what's your so, what's your favorite genre to mix you know i i, I like r&b like i started i started out mixing horn bands like okay. the first the first sound gig i ever did like the first professional sound gig i ever did was atlas Oof. okay way to start with and one. Yeah. um <laughs> What's that? Way to start with right at the top of the Syracuse Yeah, yeah. Chain, well, you know, know, it's funny because George, God rest his soul, George called me up, and I, I don't know, I was probably like 21, 22 years old, something like that, and George called me up, and I had never, I had never met him before. I had never even really heard of Atlas before. Right. And he said, hey, I got your number from, I don't remember who it was that gave him my number, because I was just starting out. And he said, uh, you know, my, you know, we, we need sound. And the gig was at Freddy's, which is not there anymore. Right. Dale. Yep. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, okay. We agreed on a price and everything, you know, and I hung up the phone and then I, I started like, okay, so who's this Atlas? And I looked them up and I'm like, oh, these guys are really good. You know? And then I, then I realized that they've been around for like, since before I was born. Right. And they're like one of the top bands really in good. town. And I'm like, well, this was probably a mistake, you know, but I got to tell you, George, George was such a, um, uh, how do I say this? He was so encouraging. Like, you know, when he got there, he introduced himself to me and he could tell I was a nervous wreck and he was just really uplifting and really positive And he just made me feel comfortable. And at the end of the night, he, you know, he came over and he said, Hey man, you know, great job, you know, here's your money and, you know, we'll do this again. And I mean, we've mixed them hundreds of times. Right. You know, and, um, you know, great band and they're, they're still going strong. They're going to be at Sharkies in March. Atlas will. Yeah. March 8th, I think. As Atlas. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Why did I, why did I think that they weren't still together? Who's, who's in Atlas now? Um, well, it's John Kowalczyk. Um, right. who was an original member. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Teddy Boylo on drums. Do you mm-hmm. know Teddy? Uh, of him. Not, we're not. Okay. Uh, well, they're all from Rochester except for Teddy. Right. Um, but, uh, uh Pete Isaac, mm-hmm. uh, is a motherfucker guitar player. Yeah. I mean, just great guitar player. Um, they've had a lot of personnel changes since George passed away, right. you know, but they've really settled now they've got two kick-ass singers um i think uh i think bill straub is playing sax with him now uh, and uh, uh wasn't jerry didn't jerry moore play with them for a while jerry moore was in the band yeah for, yeah like i don't know 30 30 25 years what a, or something like what that. a sax player he is yeah so my first real saxophone gig was uh, I was in high school and before Atlas Jerry played with a wedding band called the Four. Okay. And when Jerry went to play with Atlas, I was uh, I was in high school at the time at Henniger, 
And the keyboard player in that band was the band director at Hanover. And he said, hey, listen, you know, my sax player left the band, you know, you want to do some gigs with us? You know, and I was like, I don't know, 16, you know, or whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, like a I started playing, started playing these wedding gigs and like, I was making a ton of money and I was 16, you know, 16, 17 years old. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm making all this money. So that was fun. I did that for like, I don't know, a year. And um, yeah. And then years later, I met Jerry Moore for the first time and we had it right off. Of, you know, he was like, you replaced me in the four. And I'm like, yeah. You know? So it was, it was, it was fun. He's a, um, he's a good guy. That was, that was an experience. Yeah. Jerry's a really good guy. He's a great, great. He's a great player. guy. And man. He played, I mean, he's playing with Shad and the, the Pink Floyd. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, tribute band there and everything. And it's just, just a good, good shit. So we would love to have him on yeah, the show. Guy. So Jerry, if you're listening, you never know. Right. We would love to have you on the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna hashtag look out, Jerry look, Moore. Look for Jerry with the uh, uh, with the barn dogs. He does the Jethro Tull thing with the barn yes, dogs. Yes. They usually do that once or twice a year. That's great. Oh yes, they do. Yep. I'm writing Jerry's name down because I, I have, uh, I haven't reached out to him in a while. Um. So that, now you start you start mixing, you start playing sax, you start you know buying the gear. No one no one really taught you what to do. No, I kind of just trial and error, and I—I I mean, I made a lot of mistakes, and no, I know we—I see, I still see that happening where you look like you're <laughs> oh, like, I'm sure. What the it's fuck does this button time. do? Yeah, I don't yeah, know what's what going the on. Fuck does this? Um, no, I. Um, oh, chicken wings are here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over here. I, I, um, no, I—I—I uh, I, I, it started as a hobby, and and I just kind of taught myself, and you know, watched a lot of how you know tutorials on how to use this piece of gear or how to use that piece of gear and you know i i i fought the the switch to digital for a long time i i stayed analog as long as i could i held on for dear life you know but then it got to the point where i'm like yeah if i'm gonna do this like i should probably you know get with the times and you know start buying digital consoles should upgrade yeah but yeah but once you get in that rhythm like anything else, if you're a guitar player, yeah, and you're used to stomping on eleven different pedals, and you know where they are on your pedal board, and then somebody comes up and sells you a line six, yeah, and you go, "Wow, fuck that! I don't want to program this thing. This is going to take me weeks to program." Well, because you, you, but once you dial it in, you dial it in, then you're like, "Yeah, I don't know how I did it before," you know? Yeah, because you're theoretically you're bringing in two pieces of gear. That's it. That's a it. Board and a one twelve just to, for your own sake. Yep. You don't even need it. Don't even need it. If you have in ears, in ears or a monitor. And a you know that segues right into the perfect in ear conversation about ultimate in ears. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just practicing. Anyhow, uh, well, I'll tell you that more and more bands are going direct now. Yeah. Direct yes. guitar, bass, keys, um, everything, and bands are coming in with, you know, like touring bands, not. I, I don't want to say all, but a lot of the touring bands that come through Sharkies, they have really similar monitor rigs. You know, they all come in with, they have an X32 rack, they have a DL32, they got a rack full of in-ears, they've got fractals or yep. or Helix or whatever it is, and they're all right. racked up. And, um, but, I mean, it's it's so convenient. I mean, especially when you're touring, right. you know, why, why schlep around amps and, you know, 
roll one rack or two racks off the bus and done. Well, plug you, it in and go. you don't need three trailers anymore. No, of just backline gear. You don't need no. all Marshall stacks no. or and, fake and, stacks. And the, the direct guitar tones now are way better than they used oh, to be. Oh, God, yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, like, um, uh, well, Jeff Rosen. Yes. He uses a fractal, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, and his tone is great. Um, direct guitar tone used to sound really thin, and mm-hmm. it was not a great tone no, no it was not now compared to back then well you don't the need you don't need to worry about a tube amp you don't need to worry about an attenuator to keep those things nice and hot you don't know or you know warm you don't need all this extra gear and and for the musicians that are listening they're like bet your ass fuck yeah that's exactly what we don't need to do but for the people who don't get it there's a lot more than just going and turning your amp on there's yeah. a lot to it yeah. Your your amp cold is going to sound different than your amp warm, mm-hmm. and and to a sound guy, you didn't have that thing on for an hour before you're doing sound check. So now you're you're gearing up microphones and everything, and the board is all plugged into yeah. to that. You know, and I think Paulie agree agree or disagree. Years ago, when we would play out, sound check was at noon. You got there, you, you ran through almost your whole fucking gig. You got everything dialed in. Then you came back later at night, you played. Now, oh, bands roll in, you're starting at 7.30. They're done setting up their kit and everything yep. at, at quarter after seven. They do maybe one song, and that's it. And then they bitch all night. You can't hear me, I can't hear him. Well, there's yeah, I, I agree. There's there's some truth to that. I mean, like certain bands, like for me, bands that I mix all the time, you know, like like a Hard Promises, right? Preset. Um, they're all they're all direct. So the only the only acoustic sound on the stage is the drums and the Leslie. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else is direct. And I've mixed them so many times. You know, I mean, I recall the scene and make a few. <clears throat> minor adjustments and they're all on ears except for Kevin. And, uh, and that's probably going to change soon. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, and they make their minor adjustments to their ears. And I mean, like we can, for, for a six o'clock gig, they'll roll in at, you know, say four, four 30 set up, run through like maybe a half a song and then you just chill, relax. So, so it's gotten, it's it's gotten easier for you. Oh, it's absolutely gotten easier. Absolutely. So if we played, we wouldn't expect those big high costs for front end anymore. <laughs> that was a good segue. You see how I did there? Yeah, sure. I was. I like what you did there. Yeah. 27 minutes, 24 seconds. Uh-huh. Paulie says it's gotten easier for him. So for those of you who are, I need to hire Polly for sound, just, just say, Polly, 27, 24. That's it. Twenty seven twenty four. That's at least $100 off. <laughs> or we can make it go away in editing. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. talk. Where's my cowboy hat? Yep. <laughs> it's the train station moment. So it's, well, actually, get, it's you know, getting easier. Said, like you said, it's getting easier. But you and I were talking about this, and I, I want to see if he's heard of it yet. 
What are we talking about? This could be anything it right now. It could be. However, it's not about saw, the it's not about the hookers. No. Okay. No. You saw those fishermen, spe- I mean. You saw those speakers that were wireless. The wireless speakers. Yeah. Have you encountered those yet? You what? mean like for uh, uh, front like end monitors? For, no, for front end. Front end. I have not encountered anything wireless other than microphones and in ears. Yeah, but Wireli- not- wireless front end. Yep. No, no need. For, I mean, you go that. You got a wireless snake. You got every. I I don't. I have not. I have no experience with that, and I don't know how much I would trust that. I and and that's what I said to Jeff. Yeah. I said the latency issue. Or you could have a complete spinal tap moment in the middle of a show. Yeah, you know, because I po- oh absolutely, because supposedly it works off a of Wi-Fi or something. Yeah, and if that goes down, you're yeah. done. It takes one chucklehead to trip over that that one yeah, one the wire. only wire you have hanging there. Yes. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I almost spilled my beer, <laughs> and then, <laughs> Polly, you suck. Exactly. Show's over. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what's been What's been like the the best band like that you just love? If rather it's somebody that's like a hard promises because you always do them, or you know a national band's coming in and you're like, they want me to do the monitors and this is awesome. And well, I'll tell you on a local level, uh, you know, and you talked about this in your interview with Jeff, you know, and 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 you know, Jeff mentioned and you as as well as you did the amount of great musicians that are in this area yes. and great bands that are in this area. And, and I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I've lived here my whole life, but I've visited other places and I've talked to people that have lived in other places and that have played in other States, you know, lived there and performed there. Syracuse is extraordinarily blessed. Yes. People that sure. live here, I don't think really know how lucky they are. Yeah. To have the music scene that we have here. Yeah. Because there are some fucking awesome bands in Syracuse. Yeah. Great musicians, great bands. Um, you know, compared to other parts of the country. I mean, obviously, if you go to like an LA or a New York City or Nashville or whatever, you know, great musicians are a dime a dozen, but Syracuse music scene rocks. Yeah. And I have I have been very fortunate that I, I've I've had, I've gotten to mix the best bands I think in in Syracuse, you know, over the years. And there's been a lot, you know. But I mean, obviously, Hard Promises all the time. Um, you know, uh, Showtime. That's another band. Oh, that's, okay. I don't know. You know, Dude. those guys are fucking yeah. just unreal, man. Beasts. You know, and yeah. um, you know, and they're and they're they're great guys. You know, yeah. I mean dangerous type um i i mix them a lot um you know um, barn dogs barn dogs yeah uh, great atlas yeah um you know prime time brass inc um you know and the list just goes on and on you know there's there's there are some really really good bands in this town man and and i'm very thankful that i've gotten to work with all over the years and and to the, still to this day, and we mentioned it a lot on the show. Um, that it's you're not you're not pigeonholed into a genre. No, no, you're not pigeonholed into an age bracket. Um, no, 
You know, we may not be aware to it as much, but the stuff that I, you know, I make, I don't make fun of it. I just can't sing it. So I, you know, some of the real kind of Meshuggah kind of stuff. Cookie Monster vocals. I call the Cookie Monster rock, you know. Yeah. But Lost Horizon still got those bands. They do. And I'm watching the festivals these kids are playing and they're fucking huge. Yeah. And they're coming out of Syracuse. They're coming out of Rochester. I mean- this central New York, we always say upstate New York. We're not upstate New York. We are central New York. Upstate New York is White Plains. We need to we need to get away from that upstate. We are central New York, mm-hmm. and we are we have the best of all around. Um, the eighties, you know, we were all there. Some of our listeners weren't born yet. Some of them were, you know. That's what that's that gave it its you know its oomph. We 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 had a lot of people. We you know we yeah. we were the generation that you know, after our parents, we had the you know two to three to four kids, and mm-hmm. they wanted not everything had to be sports. You could go into music and still be cool. So, people like Maria DeSantis yesterday, those music shops became huge. So we have we have a great group of people that come from this area, very talented been taught by some of the best mm-hmm. some of them have gone on to do Absolutely. some great things um pete merluzzi mentioned uh in one of his in his interview that you know it was either going to be us or it was going to be seattle at the point yeah you know um seattle was a nothing town you know uh they had their genre of music come out and it just hit at the right time but we had a lot of great stuff going on here uh, the Albinos fire back in the in the early nineties. Uh, that that smacked the shit out of a lot of people in this town, um, and we even had even more great bands back then uh, that lost all their. Well, gear, I I so. I was born too late. I missed like the eight oh five and the Todd Hoban band and the Brack, yep. yeah. and you know I missed all those bands, yeah. man. Like I wasn't, you know, I was not born when some of those bands were in their heyday or or very young. And yeah. we're, you know, we are and, very excited. Uh, that we will be having Dave Porter from 805 yep. on the show. So uh, he'll, he'll be on the show. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we, and that's the other thing we want to bring back to our listeners. Let you hear some of the stories and some of the things that have gone on in this area that you Nobody have no knows. idea. I mean, there a lot, you know, we love, we love Benny Mardona's. We love Ronnie yeah. James Dio, but there was a lot of bands that came out at the same time that were, mm-hmm. They're running neck and neck. Yes, you know, um, we talked to we talked to or I talked to Billy Sheehan about Talis. Yes, and Talis was playing the same gigs as Dave Porter was playing with Eight Hundred Five, to the point where they leave each other messages on the dressing room written in yep. soap or something. You know, so a um, lot of lot of great stuff come out of here, and that's why we we reiterate it. We mention it a lot. But we are very proud of the area we're living in. This show is not trying to be anything more than it is, no. except bringing all kinds of good music, local and national. Yep. So, you know, absolutely. But, and another, and another thing you mentioned is uh, in in the interview with Jeff was the local sound guys. You know, I mean, and I you picked me to be on your show, and I'm thankful for that. But I got to tell you that there's there are some awesome sound guys around. Oh here. sure, sure. Oh god, yeah. you know there really are. I mean, look at Scott. You know, look at I Scott mean, Sterling, the the monkey yeah. himself. Scott, Scott yeah, has mixed. I mean, and, um, he mixed uh, some big names back yeah, in the day. Dude. Oh yeah, 
anybody uh, that came. Mike Richards. Yeah. Out at Del Lago. Yep. You know, yep. Mike's great. Um, you Tripoli. Know, Dylan Tripoli. over at Wizard. Mike Tripoli. And, uh, Mike Tripoli. Uh, the Holy guys shit. that work for the guys that work for National Audio. I mean, and there's you know there's there's a ton of sound guys around here that are great. And gals. You know. And gals. Yes. And gals. Let's not say right. there's some sound gals. Uh, the I forget the girl's name out at Turning uh, Stone. Yes. She crushes it. There's one. There's a uh, people look at Mary yeah. Joe. Mary Joe's playing. Mary Jo mixes. Yeah. I mean, she could look at a board and go, "That's what's wrong." I mean, it's yeah. kind of scary, it, but bit. that's how that's how good these people are. Just I, there's so many people in this area. We we look take it for granted, but I don't want to take for granted our guys like you, Paul. I, I, well, I, I appreciate. I mean, the people are sitting out there. It's almost like you're the unsung hero because you their backs to you the whole night, and they don't realize that if you just want to be a dick, you can be like, "Oh yeah." Well, guess who's not going to have his vocals heard tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Boy, they, they sounded good, but they couldn't even hear the singer. Why is the sun oh, knob up all the That's way? Right. Yeah. Boy, that bass is loud. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. I yeah. Got, I got, Sorry. Yeah. Oops. I got a bone to pick with somebody oops. about that. Guess, guess you shouldn't have called me an asshole earlier. Yeah. <laughs> well, know. I mean, you know, it's, it's definitely... The sound guy is definitely the the, 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 the bankless job. Now you know that most of the time. That being said, well, think about it. Though. There's a lot that, of stinkers out there too. Well, I'm not going to mention any yeah, names. I, I really won't. Know, no, I, okay. But there's but there that is. goes to show. And 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 the, again, the show is to bring knowledge and, and information to the people listening who don't get it. Sometimes well, that band made a thousand bucks tonight. Eh, did they? Did they, they really? They got six people in the band. Right. Let's say five. They got five people, five in, the people band, in the band. And they got paid a grand, but they, they're paying the sound guy, mm-hmm. who's usually him and another one or two people. So you can't just say, well, they had to pay the sound guy 500 Right. Or 400 or more. Um, I mean, they should get paid a lot less if the gear just kind of is always there in that same spot. Uh- <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names. Well, all right. But the house pays for that, you know. But uh, they just, they, they're humping the gear but all you, day and then putting on a truck well after you're sleeping. I say, if you, you think know. about it, everybody's like, oh, the band's the last one to leave. No, it's not. The sound guy's the last one to leave. Drummer. Oh, sorry. Sound guy. <laughs> no, the sound guys are the last ones to leave. Right. Well, I will tell you that I I personally do not miss... Humping gear. At all. Humping gear out of a bar at 2.30 in the morning in the middle of the fucking winter when it's 10 below zero, pushing it up a ramp into a truck, freezing my balls off. I don't miss that one bit. I don't miss 10 to 2 gigs. I don't miss 9 to 1 gigs. Right. You know, like, I, 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 I... I love the six to nine, seven to ten, you know, three hour gigs that are over. I, really, I love it. I adore that. How did we? How did we get to that though, yeah, Polly? What? There? what I, I don't. It wasn't COVID, or was it just a couple prima no, donna no, bands listen, that said, like, "Fuck you, we're so, doing three like hours." The, the first band that I remember doing six to nine was was Kane, Three Hard Promises, um, at Club Fusion. Yes. Right? When Lou was when Lou was still in the band, and and they were doing. Uh, Club they were Fusion. doing six to nine classic rock happy hour. Club Fusion and then all did a of a happy sudden, hour. Everybody was doing right, it. but then they put a nine to two band on. 
Uh, ten or two. Sometimes, yeah. Like Average Joe's does that. Like sometimes they'll have like a six to nine band, and then they'll have like a nine thirty to twelve thirty. Yeah, yeah, right. But still, no more than three hours. Just a duo over in the corner. But no more than three hours. No. We always did. I love four. We always did a four-hour set. Always hated it. That's, that's, but, it was, but that was what you had to do with and the time. That's, again, people don't realize. That's 55 fucking songs. Yeah. You know? It and, is. And the one who takes the biggest toll on 55 songs is the singer. singer. Yeah. Two nights in a row, sometimes more. You know? So, yeah. you know, believe me, that's the part that I, I didn't you, mind it as a drummer. But if you think I about it. I just didn't want to carry gear. But if you think about it, it's not really a three-hour show. Because they do an hour and 15, they take a break. We'll be right back. Oh, in, now they in do. 10 yeah. minutes. 10 minutes, my ass. You're out there for a half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. There's There shouldn't. You know who does it right, though? Guys like like uh, Joey Belladonna would do three hours straight through, no break. Done. And But but he would set that clock. Yeah. <laughs> he would set that clock right there next to the drum set. Plug it in. As soon as they start, he'd plug it in. And when, it, when that hit 3 o'clock. Yep. Done. Done. It'd be like, it was it was timed great, but sometimes you were wondering, are they just extending that note because he's got ninety seconds left right now to the night? <laughs> we're not starting another song, but we're not going to give you more than three hours. I mean, it was like spot on. Yeah. So you got guys that train themselves just to plug right through. Um, so- uh, my hat goes off to anybody that can any band that can play two and a half, three hours straight. Straight. Yeah. You know, that's that's just insane. You know, I don't think we I, ever mean, did. I like the three inch fury was the first band that I remember mixing, you know, and I'm like, uh, guys, are you going to take a fucking break? Like, I got a piss, you know, <laughs> right. And they just kept playing and playing and playing. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like, you know, and there's there there are still bands that that play straight through like yeah. that. You know, I God bless them. But I mean, I that's that's a long set as a as a player. That's that's a long time to be on stage without peeing <laughs> or yeah. smoking a cigarette. Yeah, well, right. yeah, but you know, you you can like if the drummer has to piss, you can do an acoustic song. You know, if the keyboard player has to piss, you do a guitar song with no keyboards in it. You know, if the or bass you, player you, has you to know, piss, you you write the a song. Has to piss, you know, it's a long solo section or whatever. You, you write a song the called sound guy "Take stuck a Piss." Behind the board. Well, hang on a second. Not everybody has your work ethic, Paul. There's a wow. lot of sound guys it's now true. that set it and, and forget, forget it. it. It's like they're making well, sauce, you know, set it. Yeah. And then no, you're like, no, even sauce requires attention. Yeah. Well, you're right. exactly. But if you sit you're going, where, where's when you're the, especially when you're a musician, and you're on stage and you're going, where the fuck is the sound guy that we, we're paying him a lot of money. To that. What? And he's over in the corner. Eating fucking chicken wings, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, do something, even if it's wrong. Damn. Make me feel like the fact that you're making three times as much money as I am as the guy singing the songs tonight, especially when it's like a one guy. That happened to me. It's happened to us all the time, and it's not from guys like no, Polly. it's not. It's it's other no. guys that it, you're sitting there and you're paying them to to do the sound, and you're going, okay, well, I'm used to paying some big money for some some big guys, yeah." But why am I paying you this money if you set it and he walked away? You didn't even bring in a subwoofer. You brought in, you know, <laughs> the fuck? Your Behringer's. Yeah. 
yeah. all in one speakers. So there's still there's still not a lot of guys out there like you. I guess that's that's what I'm getting to. You know. Well, so that's why you're on the show and some of the other are not non desirables. <laughs> I mean we did I our first show our first show <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? I do. We're like, what the fuck? We can't we can't get we can't get the sound right. It's just not just something's wrong. We take our break and then he realizes, Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't turn on the front end. Oh wow. <laughs> he's mixing he's like he, I can't get it loud enough. And he's going out to his truck and he's bringing in bigger, more, bigger more, speakers, more speakers and bigger drivers and all this. He's bringing all this shit in. I'm like, this bar is the size of a fucking closet, man. What are you doing? And the second set, all of a sudden, somebody's like, it was either you. It was me because I looked you, over and he at goes, the drivers and I'm like. He goes, there's no lights on on no any of on. those drivers. What? He goes, do you want to tell them? I'm like, oh, no. Let me oh, tell. Well, they were powered speakers and they were all off. Yes, everything was off. Everything was off. And I go, hey, wow, dude, why are there no lights on on anything? And he's like, hang on. He pushes that fucking button, and oh. the whole fucking room almost the paneling almost fell off the walls. It did. It was loud <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, well, there we go. And then, then we listened the rest of the night with feedback rather than yes. not hearing it. So. So there's some people out there to buy a PA, they spend a shit ton of money and don't know they how to use it. They probably got a settlement falling down at Wegmans or something and now they're <laughs> going to be a sound guy, you know, and I'm a sound guy. Look at me. No, look not. at all look at what well, my lights do. Who cares what your lights do? Well, you know, there's <laughs> I will say that there's there's a difference, you know. I mean like when when you're when you're a real company and you've got real gear and you've got you know a truck you know a truck and you've got insurance and you've got manpower uh, you know a, a warehouse space and you've got you know uh other expenses maintenance you know but or versus the guy that just goes to guitar center and you know empties out his 401k and you know give me four of them and two of them and three yeah. of them and you know that's you yeah. know, it, there is a difference. Uh, believe me, you know, and you get what you pay, for, and you get what you pay for. I've got, you know, I've got a, I mean? I've got a, a closet, a, a rather big closet, but a closet full of gear that we just use just for rehearsal. Yes, you know, and I was like, man, I don't think I'd want to buy all this other shit. Mm-mm. We don't need nothing fancy. We well, that's the <laughs> other thing. Like people don't realize, they go, "Oh, I'm going to be a sound company," you know, and it's like, and it's not just, it's not just a couple of powered speakers and some mics. I mean, you've got to buy stands, cables, stage power, you know, uh, uh, speaker cables, and and you need a lot. Uh, you need a lot of this stuff. Yeah. You know, you're not buying two cables, four no. cables. No. You know, you're buying 60, 70, 80 mic cables, a hundred mic cables. Right. You know, you have 30, 40, 50 speaker cables. You know, I mean, yeah. you have you don't have one amp. You have, you know, sixteen. 20 24 yeah you know and they're it's, not cheap it's not i mean obviously it, it depends on how big of a show you're trying to do but you know i'm not saying that everyone should go out and buy a tractor trailer full of gear but i mean there's a difference between being like a real sound company and being you know like a weekend hobbyist you know guy yeah. that goes and buys some stuff at guitar center or orders it from sweetwater or whatever and, right. you know calls themselves a sound company and, and, so, and this kind of segues into the conversations that I've been seeing flying through the internet right now with people. Well, let me ask you this. 
Last time you went out, how much it cost you to get in to watch a band? Five bucks. Okay. Fifteen years ago, when you went out, how much it cost you to get in to see a band? Five bucks. And let's go even further. Let's go back to 1985 five when bucks. you went to the Lost Horizon. Five bucks. Five bucks. Okay. A guitar cost you maybe 300 bucks back in 85. Right. A guitar now costs you About 4000 for a real good guitar. Your 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 line six cost you what thirty four hundred bucks thirty five hundred bucks? No, not that much. Not that much. With okay, but drummers fifteen hundred bucks two thousand and cymbals like that. Yep, drum kit easy. Yeah, I had and I didn't uh, shit. I was just getting back into it, and I had twelve thousand dollars into my drum kit. Okay, easy. And and when you start off. You're not making a lot of money. No. So five bucks, if there's 100 people in there, doesn't even pay the band and the PA. Nor, nor does it pay the bar any money. No. So when people complain about paying a cover charge, I would rather pay $10 and make sure you had quality sound, quality gear, quality bands, and the bar owner's not fidgeting all night trying to raise drink prices up to absorb the band. Yeah, but you know what though? Like people that bitch about paying five or ten dollars to get to get into a bar to see a band will spend ten dollars a day at Starbucks. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or 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 Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. McDonald's. You know. You can't get out of McDonald's without spending fifteen dollars. Right. Even if you're not. You're, a yeah, fat guy. I, I, I had McDonald's breakfast this morning. It was it was nine dollars for wow. two breakfast sandwiches and a soda. Was it just two? Polly. <laughs> it was just two. Polly. Hey. Was it? No, did it you, was two. Was there hash browns? I did have a hash brown. Okay. All right. The truth is starting to come out. Just you like anything else, the more you dig, the more you... You can't go to McDonald's without getting hash browns in the morning. I, I, I just go to hash... I just go to get hash browns sometimes. That's just me. No. You want to know the ultimate fat guy? The ultimate fat guy move is going to McDonald's for the breakfast sandwich, driving over to Burger King for the for the little t- tater tot things, <laughs> then going to Dunkin' Donuts for the coffee. And you make your rounds to make the perfect breakfast, and then you just spent $29. That's like... And you should have just went to fucking D's or Stella's like and gone to a diner and got everything for... That's like going yeah. to Burger King, getting a burger, and going to McDonald's for their fries. Yeah. Of course no, like- the ultimate bad guy thing is when you go to drive through and then you go back four or five hours later, and they go, welcome back. Oh, that happened to me. No, or, oh, to me oh, how, how many to, times I did I went to the Taco? I went to the Taco Bell on Seventh North Street, and <laughs> and I got like, you know, whatever I got, and then I was doing a gig at the at the uh, Maple was a Holiday Inn then. Right? Okay, yeah, no, it was the hol- right on Electronics Parkway in Seventh oh, North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, it was a Holiday sure. Inn then. I don't know what it is now, but like I I stopped there on my way to the gig, and then I went there and I set up and we did sound check and I had a couple hours to kill. So I went back to Taco Bell, and it was the same guy at the window, and he was like, "Welcome back, sir." I'm like, "Fuck you." How many have you ever done this? Because you're ordering way too much food for one human, and you're going. So you roll up, and you're like, "Uh, yeah, hang on, oh, and a double cheeseburger (laughs) type thing." And you're like, "I've done that." Yeah. uh, Okay. Yeah, I'll be home in a minute. Yeah. Guess the guess the missus wants a double cheeseburger too. Does she want it with what does she want on it? Uh no onions, 
You sure? No, no. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm, Positive. I'm good. I know. Yeah. I know what she wants. Does she want a supersize that too there, fatty? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call my wife fat? No, you were here yesterday, ordered the same thing, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad anyway. when you're on a first name basis with the drive through people. Yeah. So Yeah. Way off base here. Way. Hey, who's the who's the uh who's the worst band you've ever mixed? Local or national? Both. Oh, I want to hear local, but I know you're not gonna say it, so oh, no, no, I'm not gonna I'm gonna those those records are sealed for good. Uh can you, no, can uh, you give national wise Can you give us a hint? Um, can you give us initials? He says red tangent. I'm going to laugh my ass off. I, I think I think it would be not wise for me to okay say that. All right, but very good. Um, What's another word for on a, a cat? national level? I'll tell you that like we had a show at Sharky's, and I, I won't say who it was, but yes, it was you will. A, it was an internationally known known to rock the microphone, artist. and uh, I will say that. Was Second his... only to the the witnessing my child being born, watching the tour bus leave the parking lot was probably the the greatest day of my life. I'm gonna ask you this. <laughs> was that guy's did he have was his pants stained? They might have been. Were, were his yeah. pants ah. stained? Not like not yeah, his outfit, they, but they just know. like yeah. just one pair of pants that yeah. might have been stained. Stained. Yeah. They might have been. Oh, Could have okay. been. All right. Huh. So you were happy when you saw him drive over the curb? Yeah, when uh, when when the when the tail lights faded away. Yeah, when that last pint, was, when that last Pinto was sold out of that Ford lot, the salesmen were all high. Oh yeah, man, I was. It was a good day. It was a it was <laughs> it was a breath of fresh air. So, who was your so, favorite national act to do? Yeah. Oh wow! Um, like a fanboy well, moment. Well, you know. I, I don't say I Artemis like, Pie. I like horn bands, you know. Yeah. Um so we had um uh we had Snarky Puppy last year uh at Sharky's and they were really I fun. saw that I saw that poster when um when the Femmes came. Snarky Puppy. No. That's your wife no. in that band? No, don't I'm just wondering. Don't. S- Snarky Productions. Yeah, great. Keep going. Yeah, they were they were really good. Um we had um uh, was it two years ago? I think we had a, a, a Fleetwood Mac tribute band there from uh, uh, from Eng- from the UK. That was last year. Oh, wow. They were. Was it last year? Oh no no no! Last year was Abba. Last year was yeah. Last year was Abba. It was Fleetwood Mac was the year before, and they played in like October. And the you know Jim hadn't done the extension on the pavilion at that point, so they were on like the 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 old stage with the climbing roof, and it was not enclosed and it was like in october and it was freezing um but they were troopers and they they were they were unreal i mean they were they were the closest she'll ever get to the real fleetwood mac they were really good that's cool that's Um, awesome so i mean they've had i've I've gotten to work with some really really great bands um you know and like i said most of these bands have engineers so for me by the time they start my work is over so you, I just get to sit back and sleep. I, and, I, and I always get the best seat in the house. I sit right at the board, you know, and uh, and that's usually where it always sounds the best. <clears throat> so I get to just sit back and watch, and uh, so it's it, it that 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 part of it's fun. Do you ever sleep at the monitor board? 
I no, I'll tell you a funny story though. I I actually, uh, Jeff Martin, God rest his soul, who was my neighbor. Uh, years ago, before I lived here, I mixed his band at what's now Average Joe's. Then it was Buffalo's. Yeah. And yep. uh, and and I was I I I didn't feel well, and it, I had been up for like two days, and I fell asleep at the board. And he came out with his with his bass, and he poked me with the headstock, you know, and it, you know, jostled me, and uh, and I was I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Well, fast forward to when I, my wife and I bought this house, you know, I, it was like September, you know, and, and I'm outside, and and Jeff, who I had had not yet met, was out also outside as a and neighbor. So we yeah. we. As a neighbor, right? Yeah, we right. We had not met as a neighbor, as neighbors, and so we kind of said hello to each other, and then we started talking, and we started walking towards each other, and met like in the middle of the street, and you know, and he looked familiar to me, but I couldn't remember where I knew him from, you know, and and we started talking and everything, you know, and uh, and uh, he says, oh, you know, I'm a musician and everything, and I said, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a song guy, you know. You're and then that he goes, dick. hey, wait, you're that fuck that fell asleep at the board. <laughs> you know? It was really funny. And uh but yeah, that was the one time I, I fell asleep. Uh, but well, there's our blooper. Happen, that was your blooper. <laughs> yep. Now I'm not yeah. gonna throw yeah, stones yeah. at anybody, but I have seen monitor guys kind of doze off. Not off. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens. I don't know if it, it happens. Maybe the gauges were so heavy they were weighing him down a bit. I'm not going to throw any stones at anybody, but I have seen them doze off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely happened. So, you mentioned, you mentioned a. Uh... <laughs> I know where you're going. You 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 threw out there yeah, a yeah. funny story. Yeah. Of a national drummer. And so give us. Who got, Give us the story. Oh, yeah. Who got so ill? I, I, this was like, I don't know, maybe five years or so ago. And uh, I think it was Quiet Riot. I don't remember who it was. But I'm pretty sure it was Quiet Riot. And and we had buckets on the stage. And um, I, I don't remember what was in them. I don't. I can't remember if it was cables or what it was. It might, even have, it might have even been like buckets of ice with bottled water. And uh, oh, but he made he, it so much. I worse, think it know. was the drummer. He puked. Somebody puked in the bucket, you know. And it was dark up there and everything. So with, at the end of the night, you know, we're starting to tear down. And and uh, and I reached into the bucket, you know. And, and I'm like, what is this slimy all over my hand, <laughs> you know? And I, you know, and I'm like, oh. And it was, <laughs> it was yeah, it was really it was disgusting. Oh god, you know. So I I think I did a nosedive off the stage. Ran inside and washed my hands. That was well, pretty gross. We just lost Mike, dude. I can't. Oh. Yeah, it was nasty. Can you imagine if Jason was here? I mean, right I, I I was never. I, I never worst. knew for sure if it was the drummer, but it we're was, gonna say it. Was. They were in the back by the drums. What's so, the worst thing a drummer's ever done sense. to you? <laughs> uh years ago we did a uh, we did a memorial thing at Sharky's for Mike Secreti. <laughs> God rest his soul. And uh, uh, Timmy Sharp came up to play with, uh, I think it was Alex Starr. And uh, yeah. and he dumped a beer all over his head. And, 
and and it got all over the drums and you know and they were my drums you might have done it by mistake and, uh, huh might have done it by mistake yeah, well that's what i thought you know but then he did it a second time well that might have been a second mistake started, my eyes started to twitch and then he did it a third time ah, and i was I that's was like, not that's a mistake it. and i lost my mind and i ran up on stage you know and i'm like you fucking do that again i'm gonna have you thrown out of here <clears throat> there was it was a lot more colorful than that but hmm. it wasn't funny then it's funny, it's funny as funny shit now. right now it's funny now it's right? funny now yeah. when i hear this when i hear people tell the story that we're there you know and i'm like oh my god yeah it, it had to have been funny to watch but i was not amused i could i could, ela- I could elaborate so much right now and i love timmy and i'm not going to say anything but there's so much of the story that when i hit stop on this record button we could elaborate. Embellish a little, but you know shall what? you? But no, hang on. But those, but guys like Timmy Sharp, yeah. Harry Mentor, uh, Jim Richer, John Seeley, mm-hmm. all those guys, they they were big. They were big in their time. You know, they they and all the guys you just mentioned were there when that happened. Yeah, well, that's why I mentioned yeah. all of them because the Zoid reunion yeah. was there. Oh, right, right. Alex Starr, yeah. But, yeah. So I yeah, I think I think Seely was on stage when that happened. <laughs> I'm pretty better. sure he was. Stop yelling. Um yeah. Well there were there was a lot of people there and it was uh it was I, I, I guess I guess if I had been in the crowd and, and witnessed it, I probably would have laughed my balls off. Yeah. But I wasn't I didn't think it was funny then, but it's 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 pretty funny now. No, it's fucking hilarious now. In, in <laughs> yeah, fact, I have to figure out what drummer I can convinced to just pour beer all over shit you know it just the microphones alone would be piss you off Those, yeah well i mean like they're expensive I think, like the snare head and the floor tom head were pretty much drenched a cymbal got wet and like i, I a, a 57 that was on the snare got ruined mm. um so like the, the microphone pissed me off the most but even the drum heads i mean they're expensive yeah you probably remember when drum heads were like a dollar an inch now they're like fucking three dollars what's that supposed to mean <laughs> well i mean like a bass a bass drum has like fucking eighty dollars now isn't yeah it? no yeah they they, they they you had a if you had a 20 inch bass drum because a lot of a lot of the bass drums back in the day were big fuckers you know so yeah yeah no it was a 22 or whatever but like the the snare head got ruined the floor tom head got ruined and like I mean, the symbols that's not a big deal because it's metal wipes off but the, the microphone got ruined. That 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 set me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, it happens. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, water brother, over the dam. That's yeah. right. Water water over the dam under the bridge and and, and yep. held back by the dike. Um, yeah. How are you doing? Um, so we want to thank you, Polly, for being on the show. I don't hey, think thank you. You, you, guys, you don't even realize. Fun. See how quick it went. One hour. Boom. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah, we could we could go another hour shooting shit about some of the stuff, but we we'll, we want to preserve that to have you back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Sounds so good, man. so people, when you're listening to the shows at Sharky's, take take time out. Just take a minute. Walk up to Polly and say thank you. No, have a conversation yeah. with him. He loves he loves to just sit and shoot the shit when he's mixing a band. He loves that. <laughs> You'll I start saw, to see I that. I saw a T-shirt. I saw a T-shirt on Facebook the other day. It said, "Don't talk to the sound guy; he's deaf." <laughs> I, I I almost ordered it. 
You should have. I, I think you should have. You should have. You know what? We, oh, wait. Did I give you a shirt? Do you have one? Uh, no, I don't think we did. Oh, oh, that's right. We didn't have the extra little ones. God. A couple extras. No, I'm a fat ass. I need a 3X. Okay. Oh. Fat asses aren't 3Xs. <laughs> well, this fat ass is a 3X. <laughs> At least he's honest about it. I'm tall. And tall. You are. You are quite a bit taller than me. Yes. You're like Thornton Mellon. Sh- shut up. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> wow. I'm going to smack you into Mellon. No, seriously, people, when you are yeah. out and, and you hear the band and they sound good, Paulie's going to start putting a tip jar up. I think we should start tipping the sound guy. <laughs> I do. We should start tipping the sound hey, guy. I'm all for it. So just remember, Paulie is all about just just the tip. Yep. Put the tip in and see how good it feels. Yes. To to do something nice do for something someone. Nice for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll. Guys, thanks for having me, man. This was a lot of fun. It'll yeah. take care of his chicken wing. It will take care of his chicken wings. Yeah. So. But you know he's always working. He never takes a break. No. No, he actually does. You don't eat. You you bring him home with you. Uh, it depends how long I'm there. I mean, if it's a national act and I'm there 14 hours or whatever, I mean, usually I'll eat twice, you know, but like on a bike night or Talk whatever, about. I mean, yeah. you know, I'll usually have, you know, something, but like, I don't eat chicken wings when I'm, you know, cause it gets, my fingers get all sticky and then I yeah. get bored, gets all greasy. Yeah. That wasn't, that story was not, was not really geared toward you. That no. story was geared toward the people we've had run our sound. Yep. That said it. And forget oh, it. And forget oh, it. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I, no, no, no. I, I, yeah. I gathered you were yeah. talking yeah, we, about No, we else. would not say that. Who me. shall remain named? Yes. yes. And that was usually when we were playing at, like, Rockies or, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not, it wasn't Average Joe's. No. <laughs> Average Joe's. It was Rockies. So, no. thank you so much. Um, and I can't, I can't stress to you enough how much we do appreciate what you do for the yes, music scene absolutely. around here. Absolutely. Amen. Um, it, my pleasure. It's 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 um it's definitely uh it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully I can do it for another, you know, God willing, however many years I can do this for. Well, at least so, until the loans are paid off. I mean, it's exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. there you go. Seventy seven. Seventy seven more payments. Yep. And that microphone is, is mine. mine. <laughs> 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 Honey, that's when the profit. I swear to God, like yep. four more years. This is going to be a lucrative business. Last payments made. Jim announces Sharkies is selling to Amazon. <laughs> like, yeah, that 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 rumor has been going around for a while, I know. and it, I, I I I hope it's I hope it's just a rumor. Either that or Amazon better sell some some kick ass company picnics. Yep, weekly in their backyard. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, but before we go, I just want to say that you know Jim is. Um, I, I don't think he gets enough credit. No, he doesn't. Because no. I'll I'll tell you what, man. During during COVID, when everything was shut down, I think I was the only guy working, and the only bands that were playing were playing there outside. You know, and yeah. and he called me up, and it was like you know maybe I don't know like the end of May, and he was like, I I think I want to try to do this, you know, and I'm like bike night, and he's yeah, I I, I think I think I can. I think I can make it happen. You know, we just got to, you know, we got, everyone has to sit down and we've got to have tables and they got to be six feet apart and they got to be, you know, and we got to have hand washing stations and hand sanitizer and all this other shit. 
And uh, and I was like, okay, you know. And then back to the whole $5 cover thing, you know, Sharky's bike nights were always free. Yep. Yes. Until COVID, yep. you know. And then he was like, you know, Jim said to me, he goes, I, if, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to charge a cover. You know, like, I'm going to have to charge five bucks. Do you think people will pay it? And I said, Jim, I think that there's, you know, at the time, I said, I, I think there's two kinds of people out there right now. The ones that are scared to death that won't leave their house for anything. And the ones that are like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of this house. I'm going crazy. Like, I think yeah. they'll pay $5 to see somebody go up on stage and take a shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, and, and, and people came out and, um, and, but he worked his ass off. He did. You know, and he's got a ton of money into that place. So if, if people that go to Sharky's, don't bitch about the five bucks. No. Because that's that, in my opinion, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, I'm involved, but I, I can't think of a better place to go and see local bands with big sound lights, yep. you know, a ton of parking and, you know, it's for, for five bucks. Like what are you complaining about? How much right. it costs to go to a movie right now? Oh, you can't walk you. out it's of got, a movie. It's gotta be $20 oh, for a ticket. For, yeah. For just the ticket. Plus the popcorn, plus the soda, plus the person you're bringing, plus their soda, share the popcorn. I don't know. By the time you leave there, you're no. spending eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. You want expensive? Yeah. Go to the movie tavern. The movie tavern. You can't get out of there out of for less than a box than a hundred bucks. Right. You know because you want it. Well, let's see. Well, when in Rome, let's eat some food. You exactly. got food at Sharky's. Let's 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 watch the movie. Forty dollars versus five. Mm-hmm. You can't make any noise. You can have fun yes. at Sharky's. So for five bucks, yeah. what the fuck? Why? Why and can not just Sharkies, like any of them. Any of them. Any of the, <laughs> the bar you go, that you're, where you're going to see a band, like it, it's five dollars. Yeah. You know, like that's one coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. It's any. So it's, pay the it's five anything. bucks. Pay the five yep. bucks, and you know what? And if and if the artist has a tip jar out front, fucking pay him. Give him a give him a tip. Throw him a few bucks. And I don't yes. care what it is. Five, ten, whatever. I don't care if it's acoustic. I don't care if it's a full band. I don't care if it's a karaoke DJ. These guys are there from from before nine till two o'clock. You're in and out. Your home is sleeping. These guys are still cleaning up all the shit. Yes. So, for guys like and I'm gonna and I mentioned karaoke for guys like uh, uh, JJ, yeah. DJ Life's a Beach. The kid does this the karaoke over at Gather Lounge free plug, and he's he's working five nights a week different bars. Mm-hmm. Give the guy a fucking tip. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's a thankless job. Oh, I hear my song. He's got to listen to not bands. He's got to listen to some of the shittiest singers in the city <laughs> singing some of the shittiest songs over and over, and he it doesn't make dick. I've always wanted to walk up to a DJ with an iPod and ask if I can sit in. Do it. Oh, do oh, absolutely I think it would be do it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think it'd be funny. Yeah. But anyway. Paulie, thank you so, for everything. All right, hey, you... listen, guys, thanks, man. I I appreciate you guys having me on. No, well, we, we thanks for everything you. that you do for Syracuse music. Oh, hey, yeah, my pleasure. Yes, you know, don't turn your camera off. We're nope. gonna roll music and get out of here. Yeah, you stick around for a stick minute. Stick around, and uh, all right, let's let's get let's just get out of here. Let's get out of here. This. Not that we want to. No. You've been listening to the good, the band, the ugly. I'm Big Papa, and I'm Jeff. That's that's Polly Sheree. Polly Sheree. 
Thank you for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Hawk Medical Supply, Sharky's Event Center, DJ Life's at Beach, Good Nature Brewery, Uncle Jimmy's Local Live Music, The Print Shop Underground, Snarky Productions, and Toffee Break Toffee. And the inaugural thank you goes to Ultimate Ears. Yes. Ultimate Ears. Friend of the show. If you don't have them, contact us. We can help out. He's got the code. I got nothing. He's got nothing. (laughs) Thanks again. Remember what we like to tell you. Be nice to each other. Don't be dicks. Yep. And uh, tip your bartenders, tip your bands, and now tip... Tip your sound guy. Tip your sound guy. Just the tip. Just the tip. He enjoys it. Yeah. Feels good. Peace. See ya. Recording stopped.